Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that, with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Before we get started with today's show, we have to address something. You just heard ads, which is not something you are used to hearing on our show. Through a turn of events that we got into on the latest GMT, we have moved from Podbean and we have been welcomed with open arms from the lovely people at Spreaker. As part of our partnership with them, we are going to be running ads, and we are trying to make them as non-intrusive as possible. There is going to be one ad in every episode that's in the middle somewhere, and we're trying to pick places where they won't interrupt things. If that is jarring for you, I am very sorry. We did it so that we can keep the lights on, and we can continue to grow the podcast and do new things. With all that being said, we have a much more reliable feed, there are fewer load times, and those of you who were having trouble accessing the show should find there is no trouble now. And I think we all can agree a couple of ads are more than fine, if that's the trade-off. That being said, thank you all so much. If you have any questions, please email us at dandrpodcast at gmail.com. Three, episode three of the DNR podcast is brought today by you lovely folks at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. We are currently in a flurry posting all kinds of stuff after Dragon Con and brand new things that we're giving a shot in our Patreon feed. You guys have been instrumental in keeping this show growing and prosperous for so many years, and we can't thank you guys enough. Visit patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R podcast to get tons of extra content. Where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Jasper. Uh, hello, I'm Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. And Lisa? Hey, I'm Lisa, and I play Elrath Beastinger, the halfling barbarian. And Ryan? Hey, I'm Ryan. I play Varys Alder, the half-elf monk. And Bree? Hello, I'm Brianna Marie, and I play Clara Rothdale, the half-drow fighter. And Zach. What's up? My name is Zach, and I play Avalyn Bates, the human fighter. And Mandy. Hi, guys. It's Mandy, and I play Iris Hawker, the human cleric. And we're keeping things smooth today. I'm just going to talk like this the entire time. Keeping smooth it calm. jazz. This is D&D NPR. DNR. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> The last time we sat down to play was months ago. And you are getting ready to start a brand new adventure here. Um, and I'm going to be asking you a series of questions and 
Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that, that you probably haven't thought of until now, but, um, well, you gotta set up your ship. You have a crew. You have people working under you, and their life is in your hands, and vice versa. Because they're gonna look to you to lead them. You have an able-bodied crew here, make no mistake. If you remember, you guys rolled some dice uh, to uh, see about the integrity of your ship and its construction and the crew itself and how able-bodied and ready they are to deal with problems. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all up to you guys. Now, before we set foot on the ship here really quickly, how is everyone feeling kicking kicking off? You, you, you started sailing away from Umanero. You got the wide open ocean in front of you. How is everyone feeling? How is everyone? Uh, are we, <clears throat> are we excited to get away? Are we? Uh, is. I, I I guess my question would be, I know that there were some let's call them conflicts in Open Hero, <laughs> some challenges, some murders. Um, <laughs> but this is a chance for a fresh start. What's everyone looking forward to most with this new opportunity? You mean character-wise, right? Yeah. Avalyn's just eager to uh, get away, you know, just set off. It's, it's like, you know, just, it's a bad... Umiero just is a bad memory he wants to get away from. Do you think that... Uh, is this something Avalyn looks at as a fresh start? Or is it just, I need to get as far away from Umiero as possible? I need to get as far away from this place as possible. Gotcha. Uh, what about Alarath? Um, she's probably feeling like a combination of things because, like, she grew up by the sea. So on one hand, she's like very excited, like, "Yes, the ocean this is my thing." But then on the other hand, she's like, "I am gonna punch or hit so many people in the face with my flail. It'll be great." <laughs> Not she's... on the ship, right? No promises. If they start it, <laughs> they she get will mouthy? finish it. Yeah, yeah. If they get some wild idea to tie her to the front of the ship and act as like a masthead, she will hit them. Oh my god, that's a terrible crew. Like, that would be... I feel like that would be a much lower role. <laughs> but yes, she's just excited because, like, this is a new quest and she wants to have a story to take back with her and also punch you in the face. Well, I'm sure that... I'm sure you'll get plenty of opportunity to do both. Yes. Um, what about Varys? Oh, this Varys is super excited to go out on this. This is probably the first time that he's felt comfortable outside of the city because of living on the bright or the the docks of Brightport. Being around boats is something that he's done his entire life. So this is probably the first kind of hybrid of leaving the city but yet still knowing and being comfortable um so I, I would say this is a completely different mindset gotcha <clears throat> um what about iris iris is she didn't really expect for us to just you know when she joined the group to be going oh we're gonna be sailing away but she's excited for it she feels like it it's, you know, an adventure. She's going to experience new things, and that excites her. And also, 
it'll give her more opportunities to spread the word of her god. So she's she's pretty all for this, and she also has you know, uh, you know they're gonna be on the open sea for who knows how long. So she has a whole bunch of people to talk to, and that's pretty awesome. Oh, oh god, yeah, man, that's amazing. <laughs> You're all trapped <laughs> with me, so accept my lord. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man, you're just like like one of those MLM people that hits up their high school <clears throat> friends on Facebook. <laughs> hey, whatever works, man. <laughs> uh, Merrick. Hmm, Merrick is uh, Merrick's conflicted. I think he's got a bunch of different emotions inside. So I don't know. Uh, I'm excited because there's like a new potential of everything. Like this is like a focal point, and everything is new from this point forward. But also, I think anxious about making sure that this kind of ghost plan, you know, like actually works, so that it's not a complete disaster. But honestly, I think he he feels bad about a lot of things right now, and I don't I don't know. I think he's going to have to take a little bit of time to figure out how to sort of settle all this out. Like he wasn't really being very truthful with Varys, and he feels really bad about that. He didn't mean to hurt, but he did. And then everything with Avalon as as well. Like there's just way too many things happening for him. But he's gonna he's sorting it out. And finally, Clara. Um, I feel like Clara, after everything that happened with Avalan and the the teeny bit of murder that he was doing, um, is very into the idea of compartmentalizing right now. Where it's like, okay, that happened, but that happened there. Now we're going to go do this new thing, and I'm going to do it the best I can. Um, and she has a very strong drive to succeed slash win and beat the royals right now. So she's going to try to do her best just to focus on the mission. Well, we all know what the end goal is, the destination. You guys are going to Kodai. Uh, Getting there is going to be a trick. Um, We'll talk about the actual route really soon. But first, well, you have... 15 crew members working underneath of you. Now, a lot of these people are specialists. They have um, <clears throat> they have a specific set of expertise that they're bringing. Um, and you're going to notice that all of these people are bustling around, like rushing around. They're, they're, uh, they're busy either below deck strapping things down or they're loading. They were loading things to the ship when you guys got on. There, there's a lot of activity. It was probably a tiny bit overwhelming um, to be on this side of it for someone. Let's say someone like Elarath or Varys, who have probably watched a thousand ships uh, prepare for a voyage to be on this side of it, where you are not only the one preparing, but you're you, you're hiring these people you're in charge of them that's mm-hmm. that's got to be kind of crazy like that's that's got to be neat it's weird i feel like i don't know i think if elrath kind of sees like a similar expression on various's face i feel like she'll probably try to talk to him about it just be like oh god i gotta get her oh it's been so long since i've had to do her voice sorry <laughs> i'm so used to doing martha that i'm like hang on so yeah she'd probably just like go up to him and she'd be like um, do you grow up around this too? Isn't it neat? Oh, yes. I mean, so I've never been on this side, though. I've been, I've Me been either. one of them. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, 
So, how many of these did you load? No, no, I just like watched them. So like, I've never oh. done any of this. I'm just saying like, I've I've never like gotten to be a part of this, and I'm excited. Oh, okay, yeah, I I was doing the work that they're doing. <gasps> oh, not, I'm sorry. It, it's not fun. I, I like this better. I mean, you're just moving boxes, though. It's, it's like still we not can... fun. I mean, here we can say no. Don't it's put that easy, there. Though. Put that over there. Ah, uh, that's boring. You try climbing on top of it while they're trying to load it because that's kind of fun, but they get real mad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's not something that you you should do. Oh, I know. I just did it one time. I couldn't help it. I was like, <laughs> look, okay. I'm little. <laughs> No, um, why don't we go over here then? And Ferris will just like move you to the other side of the boat where they're not really doing anything. <laughs> Aw, but what if they need help? I can help them. Oh, they they got this. We paid them to do it, right? Ew, that's weird. Yeah, I guess. She'll just grumble a little at you like, mm. <laughs> should never said anything. You took away my fun. So, <clears throat> during the course of the day here, into the night, I would say, uh, this is a bit of a weird situation for this crew, because they're very much used to either working with uh, traders or fishermen or whatever, and their hired hands, as someone walks on, starts barking orders, all that stuff, this crew has ended up keeping an eye on the party all day long. So it's the 11th of all to Orn. It is in the evening now. And the, the, the moon is out. It's beautiful, kind of reflecting off the water. The crew is going to start calling you, not by name, but by the position they think you have. Uh, they're, they're judging off of a few things. One, uh, how comfortable you seem to be, what role you're naturally gravitating to, uh, you know, they're just, they're just gonna prejudge you, I guess. And I would advise that you just kind of roll with it. Okay. So, going down the list, there are six positions mm -hmm. we need to fill, and there are six of you, so this works out great. They're gonna identify Elrath as the captain. Yep. True. Uh, and the captain is in charge of issuing orders, just just facilitating, making sure that everyone's doing their job. The buck stops with the captain. So if an <laughs> issue, uh, if an order needs to be issued, or if something needs to be overseen, that is the captain. Like, you got it. Like, that is on you. They're going to recognize Avalan as the first mate. <laughs> The first mate oh. is in charge of crew morale. The, the first mate is a people person. The, just a real, uh, just a man of the people. Like they, they <laughs> like, so they, they're going to identify Avalan as, as just that. Oh. The bosun. Yes. Um, this position is all about taking care of the ship. Basically, you're Kaylee from Firefly. And they're going to identify Clara as that. So, Clara's going to be in charge of ship repair and maintenance, and basically, if something needs to be taken care of, it's all on Clara in terms of 
making sure this vessel stays afloat. <laughs> She's the only one here who's never even seen a boat until now. <laughs> she lived underground. <laughs> well, okay, look. Wait, what's... Sorry, you cut out at exactly the wrong time. What's the official title? A bosun. Bosun, okay. Yes. The quartermaster. So, it's important to have the ship in the water. It's important to make sure it stays afloat. It's important to keep an eye on the crew. But you need to have someone in charge of where the hell you're going and how to get there. Uh, the quartermaster is the ship's navigator. And they're going to identify Varus as uh, as that person. Like that, that, you know, you're just, you're in charge of maps. You're in charge of navigation. How to get from point A to point B the most efficient way. If things change on the fly, they're... You know, they're going to look to the captain, and the captain's going to look to the quartermaster. Perfect. The ship's surgeon, or doctor. They're looking at Iris for the position. Uh, Iris. Enough. Iris looks to be a woman of the cloth. Uh, a, a healer. A uh, little creepy, but still, it's 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 that you're the one signing checks. So <laughs> they're, they're... Look, okay, look. Despite oh, the dare you window, Well, it's a balance. You you get okay. You get the boob window, which is great, but you also you also look like a vampire queen. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I kind of love that. I mean, also. I, 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 <laughs> and finally, you all knew it was coming. The ship's cook. Yes. This responsibility <laughs> falls to Merrick. Now, everyone's got to eat. And a lot of times, the only downtime everyone gets is is meals. The the, the you know the, the quality of your life is judged on two things. Basically, are you still alive? And two, have you had a nice home cooked warm meal? Those three squares a day are what keep these people from revolting, basically. <laughs> so the, the journey ahead of you guys could be terrible, terrible weather, terrible... I mean, you could get rats or bugs. You could get... Uh, the, the, the wind might not cooperate with you. You might run into pirates or sea creatures. You don't know. But that home-cooked meal is the closest thing they have to creature comfort. So that's a big, that's a big thing in terms of morale and keeping people from um, turning against you. And I've said that twice now because that's something you guys are going to have to keep an eye on is the crew's morale. Everyone starts off this this journey like they're they're fresh, they're wide-eyed, they're ready to go. But, you know, 10, 11, 12 days in, it might not be looking so pretty. And you might have to, you know, promise the crew some things or charm them or entertain them or maybe even lie to them. Who knows? But we'll see. Sorry, I don't remember it. Do we know how long it roughly it takes to get to Kodai? Well, I think we should speak uh, to the to the ship's quartermaster here. We should speak to Varus. Oh. <laughs> so, Elrath would not fight her title, BT Dubs. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> just letting you know. What would be everyone's reactions to the crew just walking up to them and starting to? Because you could tell like they had a powwow behind the scenes. It's like I don't, I don't know. No one's, no one's told us anything. You know what? That one, that one looks like a captain. This one looks like a cook. Like, I've seen that guy in the kitchen twice. It's it's only been six hours. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> Ablin would have confusion because he's not a boat person. Uh, he was mainly in the 
the like woods or forest type area, so boats aren't really his thing. So he doesn't know what a first mate does. So he, he's going to learn as as we go. That's fair. I think Varys being given a role, he would. It's like an extra level of excitement, and he would just immediately run over to the room that he's supposed to be in, pull, start pulling out maps, laying them on the table. And I know, I know nothing about sea charts and maps, but I imagine you got one of those floaty compasses going on or something akin to that, or uh, you got, uh, what do you got? What do you got? One of those uh, sextons? You got some of that? You got some sexton? Oh, yeah, uh, and I, I, I will clarify right now. Ryan knows nothing about boats. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So if you want boat speech, that you're not going to get it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think everyone, everyone, right off the bat, you called it a boat. I know someone's going to email. It's like, uh, it's a ship. It's like, okay, look, I, we're trying. We're t- yeah, I don't. <laughs> I've never set foot on a ship in my life. Translation boat speech. Yep, that's boat it. Boat speech. Yeah. What about Clara? Um, I feel like Clara, like, when they first took off was, um... She's one of those people that was probably standing at the very top of the boat, just staring up at the sky like, holy shit. Um, and like I said, she um, she's actually never even seen a boat before or the ocean until now. So when they start referring to her as a uh, boat boatress? A boatress! <laughs> Wait, one second. I gotta reread that it. That is a female a boat, yes. A bosun. Sorry, I got it. <laughs> It's like a bison, but like for boats. Bosun. Yes. Um, I had it written down. I was just tabbed away. Um, she is legitimately not going to know what that is. Um, and she might seek out, like, um, probably Varys. Like, she knows that Varys grew up in Brightport, and she knows that's a port city. So she would probably approach him and be like, hey, what's, what, what's a bosun? They, they all think I'm a bosun. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna fix the stuff. Wait, what's everything stuff? you see? Just just oh. fix. It. If if the boat falls apart, it's on you. Uh, oh, no pressure. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with that, she's gonna like put up her hand and be like, okay, take a deep breath. I'm gonna go look for a book about boats, and she's just gonna like <laughs> legit. She's just gonna go around and look for a book that may or may not. have have information about boats in it where, as you start to walk away <laughs> yeah, um, as you start to walk away he would just like kind of like reach up his hand uh you, you might want to carry a hammer on you at all times <laughs> just just saying okay i do know hammers <laughs> i'll look for one of those too uh, okay jason can i find a book about boats so that maybe i can get um some knowledge about boats i mean i'm gonna be honest the book selection here at sea is bad <laughs> But, like, if you were to find a book on a boat, it would probably be about boats. I don't think so. That's Do you think you're going to find a book on car repair in your car unless you put it there? I mean, most cars the come book. with a book about car repair for that <laughs> car. They come with a manual? Well, where's the manual? <laughs> <laughs> Can I roll for it? You know what? You know what? Okay. Let's see if the glittering prize... <laughs> Came with a user's manual. Give me a flat D20. On a 17 or higher, there is a... so high. I mean... 
Can I get advantage if I look really hard? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Let's go. Don't forget to look for the blinker fluid. <laughs> the blinker fluid. You need a left-handed smoke shifter. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh. Fucking 18 that's, motherfuckers. That's delicious. Oh, man. <laughs> so... I found the boat book. <laughs> you're gonna find a boat book. You're gonna find um, it, you're gonna find a a book about this ship's construction, like how it was, like the previous owner um might have had to sell this because of some bad times or something like this, or just maybe never oh. needed it again. This boat ship, sorry, ship, uh, is about forty five years old. So it's a slightly older ship, but man, it it is built to last uh, in some some capacity. Because um, I'll be honest, <clears throat> while reading this, you get the feeling that the person who 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 wrote this book is the same person who probably worked on a lot of this ship, and they had a lot of confidence in their ability. But if you look at your ship's integrity which is a three, uh, that essentially breaks down to the ship's hit points. It's construction. It's, um, don't get hit, is what I would say. So, it does have a... No, 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 not three hit points. I need to clarify. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. You no, 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 no. <laughs> not three oh. hit points. Okay. Think of these as stats. When we, uh, uh, your ship has stats, and I'll get to that in just a little bit. Don't worry, he's writing out a lot of stuff. He does not like what wizards did. No, I don't. Um, not all of that. It's fine. It's a fine start. Look, the point <laughs> being, your ship has decent speed. Uh, it has decent handling. It can get you where you want to go. It's not going to take a ton of damage. <laughs> before you're in some real trouble. So avoid that if you can. Uh, basically, Clara might have her work cut out for her. Uh, there might be some really harrowing... There, there might be some real... You might be hammering in mid... Uh, you know, like mid-combat or something like that. Who knows? So anyway, Clara's going to get to know this uh, this, this ship and uh, everything about it if she reads this book cover to cover. And I think she would. Okay. Um, okay. she would probably try to start reading it below deck because she doesn't like the sun and then get sick and switch to above. <laughs> Does Clara have motion sickness too? Oh, probably. <laughs> well, that's oh, something dear. I want to check. That's something She's I want to check with everybody. 40 to 60% of her life underground. That's fair. Here's oh, what I want to do. Um, and I was saving this. But uh, I want to kind of see how people deal with day-to-day -day life on the ocean. Uh, and I think by the time you get to your first, the, the end of your first day, you'd probably know how your stomach reacts to this. So if everyone could give me a constitution saving throw, and I would like... Elrath and Varys to roll with advantage, please. Yay, good. I was hoping. <laughs> All right, so advantage, constitution oh, save. Oh, my lord. <laughs> nice. Net 20, bitches! <laughs> I was sorry, I got very excited of that, of that crit. <laughs> oh, so, I'm almost, sorry. almost everyone is gonna, 
almost everyone's going to deal with this uh, this pretty well. Clara's going to have some troubles. Uh, the kind of troubles that probably see her heaving over the side of the ship uh, from time to time. Uh, probably have a hard time keeping some food down. Probably just, it's it's a little oh, rough. She's just like me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I called so, it. I'm glad I knew going in. <laughs> Oh, Based perfect. upon the conversation that Clara and Varys had before, mm-hmm. could Varys spend his extra time, like when he's not doing his quartermastering and navigation and everything, could he spend his extra time assisting Clara? Um. Well, let's get your duties out of the way real quick. Okay. Can I get a survival check from you? Yes. Let's get to navigating. Alrighty. <clears throat> There oh, we go. Beautiful. Almost 22. So, Varys is going to break out the sexton. And uh, I guess that's what you'd use. I don't know. You're going to you're going to look at your maps and you probably got like uh, you, you probably got uh, pencils and paper and stuff like that. You're you're jotting some math down. Um, and you have worked out that if you were to continue at this pace, uh, about three miles an hour um, for <clears throat> most of each day. It would take you 11 and a half days just to get to the closest dock to you, which is Westport in Talor. And from there, uh, you could resupply and you could try for Kodai. Um, there are other options, though, if you'd like me to break them down for you. Yes, please. Okay. So with that, here, you know what? Let's open a map. Let's let's just open a map. Ooh, yes. Map. Map yes, time. Yes, yes. Uh, so we have... <laughs> uh, we have a world map, kind of. Uh, we do, but it's just not totally filled in yet. So let me see if I could share my screen with everybody. Mm. Uh, somehow. Hmm. <laughs> There we go. Share screen. Boom. So everyone should be able to see that. Oh, wow. Look at that happy eel. (laughs) What? It's a happy eel. (laughs) Ruined forever. Um, It's fine. It's just my life's work. Italy Um, is a boot. It's, yeah, but that's... (laughs) No one constructed Italy. Like, that was... Like, that was... Ah, I'm a finish to Italy, and then like someone fucking pointed it out and hurt their feelings. Like it wasn't that. I'm saying uh, it's more realistic because it's shaped like a thing. <laughs> Anywho, let's zoom in. Ooh, okay. Okay, so you guys took off in this region here, mm-hmm. okay. and you were obviously the easiest way to get to Kodai. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys got a hike. Now, you have a couple of options uh, in that... So for everyone who can't see this at home, they are sailing east. Uh, the next closest continent to them is Talor. And Westport is in this general region here. It is a demilitarized zone in Talor, which means it does not belong to the Githzerai. It does not belong to the Lion Folk. It is considered neutral territory. It is the only town in the entirety of the continent that is considered neutral territory. No one is allowed to attack each other there. So that's a safe place, quote-unquote, <laughs> to dock. 
Uh, and you could resupply there. Uh, and that's 11 and a half days. From there, you guys have a choice to make. In the south, there's a hell of a lot of pirate activity. But it's a shorter run. So from Westport to Kodai, you're talking another 13, 14 days, something like that. Um, but there's a higher likelihood that you will be pursued or might have to outrun somebody or something like that uh, if you look like a viable target. You could also head north and go around the Happy Eel's face, <laughs> uh, which would take longer, but there are less uh, there are less reported pirate activity there. Uh, Icebergs. That, that's another thing. Um, you have to deal with colder weather. You have to deal with potential, like, icebergs. Uh, you'd have to zigzag in between these islands here, which means you'd have to go slower. Uh, and then you could pick up speed uh, heading back down south. But all said and done, you're looking at about 20 days or more of travel that way. So and that's what, the... Was the, what was the first one again? Um, heading from Westport and then going south and heading around uh, the continent of Talor to Kodai. So you're looking at like uh, 14, 15 days somewhere in there, depending on weather and stuff. Question. Yes. Um, this grouping of islands here up to the north. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, since we're kind of heading laterally from Umanero, mm -hmm. um, there's no like port or anything over in that area. There's no place to resupply. Mm, okay. Um, there's no proper towns there. It's it's pretty rough terrain. There are places to dock, but that's more for like, uh, that would be strictly like a shore leave thing. Like everybody get out, stretch their legs, maybe go fishing, that type of thing. But it's not, it's not going to be like Westport where there's a, like an actual place to like pick up fruits and veggies and meat and, okay. you know, all the stuff you need. And we're wanting to sail directly to Kodai, correct? Yep. And then you got to yeah. figure out where in Kodai you want to land. Right. Yeah. Because otherwise, my I was, I was like, well, we could just dock there in Westport, travel across the continent, <laughs> pick up a different ship. Wow. I thought you meant bring the ship with us. Like, oh. oh. Honey, pick no. it up, guys. Everybody just pick it up. <laughs> yep. I mean, have you seen how jacked Elrath is? <laughs> <laughs> she can do this. Um, okay. Sorry, I'm just curious. I was like, alright, what are the alternatives here? Not that she might be able to piece that together, but... So if I this mean, you can talk to your quartermaster. A, if this goes into a discussion, mm -hmm. Varys would propose that we go north, but when we restock, because we saved extra money with the initial uh, buying the boat and everything, or buying the ship and everything, we'd be able to use that money to get all the equipment that we need, make sure everything's good, um, and go from there. I feel like if it were discussion, Clara would honestly probably argue for South because pirates, though dangerous, would probably want to keep the ship intact, which means they wouldn't attack our flimsy-ass ship, um, whereas icebergs definitely would hit the flimsy-ass ship. So, like, it might be better to fight pirates than icebergs and also save five days. Super good point. Okay. 
And she would say that while like pointing to the book and be like, yeah, this this ship is, uh, it's not great. <laughs> but I, I did a great job. You did. It's it's lovely. It goes it goes real fast, and um, you know, uh, but if if we sneeze on it, it's gonna break. I think by now everyone would notice some eccentricities with it, where like Merrick will be in the kitchen, and all the cabinet doors, depending on which way the ship's turning or banking, <laughs> oh, are no! just going to open and close. So while oh, he's no. in there mixing something, he's like. Where just cabinet doors are opening and closing everywhere, and like fastest wolf out ever. Alright, I'm gonna install some latches for you later. She's yes. gonna she's gonna get some rope and make little buttons. The captain's quarters. So Elareth has a quarters, guys. Elareth has yeah, a quarters. Yeah, I know. I was quarters. just thinking. I was like, you guys gave the smallest person the biggest room. <laughs> well, yeah. it might just be as well because one, the doorway is super short. Um. About about four and a half feet tall. <laughs> and to be, oh, so she can just barely get her flail through then. Yes. But also, <laughs> everything in the room, everything. You're getting the sense that maybe the person who built this had some equilibrium issues because while Alarath is sitting in a chair and tries to put something down, it'll start rolling to the left, and then. She'll notice that everything in the room, the tables, the chairs, her bed, everything is askew by about 18 degrees. Just <gasps> just enough. It's not that, even a little. No, it's not a little. It's just enough that it's that at first you probably figured it's like, oh, it's I'm just getting my my sea legs. And then you're like, no, wait, like you kind of feel like you're going to fall out of bed a little bit. You kind of feel like you're gonna, like, it's just a little uh, off. That bothers me. A, a lot person. of the, a lot of the floorboards creak. A lot of the, so it's got, it's got character. Hmm. Um. You know what? She'd probably just say, "Fuck it." <laughs> she probably just assumes this is what all boats look like on the inside, because <laughs> like she's been around them. But she's probably like, "Yep, yeah, this is mine." Uh huh. Yeah. Like there's a there's a there's a reason they're built this way. Like yeah, it's like, oh, like well, she just assumes she's like, I mean, I'm not having a problem on this ship, so uh, must because my bed goes slanty ways. <laughs> so there's also an officer's quarters um, for the rest of you guys. So like, Elorath would have her own uh, quarters, and then the officers would have their quarters, and then the crew would sleep below deck. Okay. So. Why does below deck sound so, like, ominous? Like, are there vampires down there or something? Because, like, you said it, like, below deck. Well, it's it's important to keep the crew separate from the officers. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Would would the cook... I feel like the cook may be, though, like, below deck. Like, it's with with the crew. Well, I mean, while cooking, absolutely. No, I just meant, like, I think they would be like, you're one of us. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, that depends on if you want to, like, you're an officer, like. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. I think Merrick gets to choose where he hangs out. He's his own person. That's true. Let's, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Him being a person, yeah. <laughs> if there's like room, Elrath would probably offer if people want to sleep in there with her. They can, but if they don't want to, that's fine too. 
but we're all taller than the door, so it's kind of like an empty offer. Like it oh, is. Yeah, She's like, I'm, can... I'm trying to be nice, but like, <laughs> good <Yeah>. luck. <laughs> it's like when I offer Jason some of my pineapple pizza. Ah, there you go. Varys would jump at the chance. Is he sleeping in the <laughs> captain's quarters? <laughs> yes. Like it probably like halfway through the question, it, like, hey, if you want, you could come over. Yes, 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 and. Just start going. Okay. I figure that's probably where we're having this discussion about uh, roots. Anyway, was on the slanty desk. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's going to take us eleven and a half days to get to Westport, maybe we can see what it's like when we get to Westport before we make any decisions between north and south. I mean. There could be all kind of things happening at Westport we don't know about. Right. That could make things easier or harder or, I don't know, for that matter, maybe we could bolster the ship while we're there. If we had time, I'm really, really concerned about time. I really want to make sure that we stay ahead of the Royals. Okay. But, like, I also think when we get there, we might want to, like, take a day there, like a whole day. And she'll kind of, like, pat Clara on the back if she can reach it. Oh, she looks like seven times grayer than normal. Like, she'll oh. be like, yeah, she'll be like, you know, to get her land legs back. Pants. She'll like kind of do a little like muffled belch as you are patting her on the back. Oh, that's right. Just let it out. <laughs> you should have heard me last night. Well, yeah. I, 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 sorry, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, no, you. Avalon's like, shuffling around this captain's quarters. He's touching everything and he has this look on his face and he says everything feels off. Like it's slanty ways? Yes. Everything I touch feels off. No, it's, it's that's the way it is. Because it's, it's what a captain's room is. Clara's <laughs> <laughs> so just gonna like raise an eyebrow. <laughs> And then uh, I, I imagine, okay, I actually picture that Clara has like a little notebook and she's writing things down, like fix the kitchen cabinet doors and research the gates. And she's just going to like slowly write, fix captain's corner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as like every time Clara moves to a new section of the ship, it's like there's a brand new list started. It's like, oh boy, like it's, you know. Yeah. Like, she's keeping tabs. She wants to make this as nice as possible. They're going to be spending, like, <clears throat> probably, like, a month and maybe a month and a half in here. Like It all depends on if things depends. cooperate. Exactly. So she wants to try to fix it as much as possible whenever she can. Um, yeah. Well. Starting with this table. And then she's going to take out a little song. Just <laughs> Wait, don't. Don't touch my table. <laughs> I got it just the way I want it. <laughs> I just figured out how to put, like, my rolly bits in places where they don't roll. What are your rolly? Oh, God. <laughs> I just see she has things that she takes out of her backpack that roll. I don't know. I thought she had balls for a second. I was like, oh, well, she got new things. Okay. Her flail. Oh, right. Well, that's got spikies. That'll hold it down. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I have a question about the captain's quarters. Um... You described the doors being like four and a half feet tall. 
How tall is like the table? Like, are we all towering over it except for Elrath, or is no, it? No, it's normal sized. It's just weird. Like, it's oh. it, it's just everything's kind of like. <sighs> Do you ever watch a child draw a picture of a house in crayon? I'm glad you and finished that sentence, because otherwise we're going to be really creepy. Do you ever just watch a child? No. Um, <laughs> do you ever just watch a child draw, uh, like, a like it's like, this is my house, and it's like, your proportions are all off. <laughs> now imagine that was a blueprint for somebody. That's, that's what happened, basically. Gotcha. Um, so Clara, she does, she has her little saw out, because I do have carpenter's tools, so. Um, and she's going to be like, do you want me to make it your height? Well, it is my hut. I'm assuming she she thinks you're talking about the door. No, she means, and then she's gonna like gesture to the table. And be like, eh? I fix. <laughs> I fix. <laughs> it's my job. I am the boatress. Sure. <laughs> all right, she's gonna she's gonna fix the table by cutting all the thingies to be the same length, all the legs. Can I? Can I just say, mm-hmm. someone out there might be in the navy. <laughs> they might be a, a crab fisherman I'm or something. I keep calling myself the Botress. <laughs> I apologize thoroughly for what we're about to do to your profession for the next who knows how many episodes. Oh, it's not intentional. We're just idiots. Like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Very, very stupid. Much so. yeah. I do know the bosun, though. I just I want to keep calling her a Botress. <laughs> That's fine. Who said poop deck? <laughs> We've all avoided it. We've all done such a good job. Mostly because I don't know what to actually apply it to. I just know the word. Is that just the top? I think it's like the top and the back. Like the back of the top. There's a uh, back? Actually, I got a map for you guys. Do you want a map? With yeah. the help? Oh, With yeah. the help? Okay. Okay, yes. okay, 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 okay. But very important, did I fix the table? Um, do me a favor. On your skills, mm-hmm. roll your carpenter's tools. Oh. Oh, there they are. I got a plus three. Mm. Seventeen. Yep, you're good. Sweet. I fixed your table, Elrath. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your height. It'll be great. Cool. She's still going to sit in her slanty chair. <laughs> yeah, She's not going to let you know that it's slanty as well. <laughs> Kesarasara, I fixed the table. <laughs> Mary's going to mention to Elrath that it seems as though uh, after your quarters were built, someone built the boat around it at a slightly odd angle. (laughs) What? (laughs) Honest reaction. And just just wink. Oh, okay. (laughs) That joke was a bit high concept for Elrath, I feel. It went a little over her head. (laughs) Like most doors, except for this yes. one. Yes, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, because you're you're short. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> I'm not. So short. this is essentially what you guys are working with. Wait, where's the poop deck? This doesn't help me at all. I think they call that the main deck. Oh. I think. Four castle. Which one do we swab? All of well, you you don't swab shit. Your your crew. I does. don't swab poop dick. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. Forecastle is a really cool word. I like it. Yeah. So if you guys really wanted to get into this, you could memorize all this, and then during combat or something, you could tell people to get to where they need to be. All that shit. There's a ballista. Do we actually have one? Yes, you do. <gasps> yes. Hell so, yeah. 
at a certain point, while you guys are talking in the captain's quarters, um, you're going to hear a heavy pounding, like a big knock outside of the door. Come in. Sorry. I was going to say, like, Clara looks over to the captain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's, we all look to the captain. <clears throat> Entree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not her trying to be fancy. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, do you lean back in your slanted chair? I apologize for everybody who actually. This is amazing. She's. By the way, when uh, Clara's finished fixing the table leg, she's not going to stand back up. She's just going to sit on the floor, kind of like miserable because she feels sick. But at least she accomplished something. Okay. Is that a real question, Mandy? Yes. Ask it out loud. Where are the bathrooms? Because I don't want to poop on the actual poop deck. Oh, man. There's a place called the Privy, which is a number of holes lined up on a bench next to each other uh, Mm. in the lower deck. And you sit next to your friends and poop. <laughs> oh, I see it. Number nine. Okay, so that's urinal rules, right? That's urinal rules, where it's like, okay, you leave Every one other hole. poop hole. Yeah. <laughs> I would well, never be able to poop. I'd just clench up. Oh, I, well, look. I go in there when there's no one in there and then block the door. But there's no Ooh. door. Oh, there's no what? door. What? No, no, no. They're just holes. Okay, Clara's going to put on a, a door. Oh. Well, okay. Add it to the list. <laughs> All right. Just- does it go down to 13? Is that why that's nothing in there? Is this just full of poop? I, I'm I'm going to say, let's say it empties out into the sea. Okay. Let's say, okay. The armory. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's where you pick up your, your poop you balls. You need a discharge your... permit for that, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Let's see how, I'm, I'm not going to say that we're talking full stalls, but let's see how how much privacy you got. Um, Let's see. Uh, the Avalanche. Do me a favor. Give yes, me a flat D20. Privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A seven. Ooh. So the way this is lined up, you'll have a bench on the on the on the back side of the ship here in the front. And then you'll have a bench on the other side, so you could stare into someone's eyes while you're while you're doing it. And you'll have like um why though? You'll like- have like uh, six inches of wood next to each hole, so like there's the tiniest bit of privacy, but not really. Wait, so like armrests? Almost, yes. For your but booty? Almost, <laughs> To hide yes. your booty? Um, Clara is going oh. to install doors. That's on the list. I have a list okay. going. Okay. Add doors to Privy is one of them. We will do that. So you guys are going to hear a knock at the, <laughs> at the captain's quarters. Uh, and um, the LRF gave the old entree. <laughs> I'm going to roll a D... Uh, okay, so... This door is going to open, and one of the hinges is going to go. But not one the, both. One of the what? Hinges. hinges. Sorry, I heard hanges. It the took hinges. me. A, <laughs> took me a second. Got it. Hinges. Sorry, S- Clara's going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so, this large female lion folk <gasps> yes. is going to duck down. <laughs> She's like six and a half feet tall or so. So she is going to duck down and and scoot into this room. Uh, and following her is going to be this elderly human man. 
uh, and the the elderly human is going to to speak up. Um, so sorry, Captain, but we have a couple of requests from the crew. Okay. Well, we haven't been told exactly where we're sailing yet, uh, in terms of uh, our next port of call. Uh, Elrath will kind of like look down at the map and point at Westport, and with like as much authority as she thinks she has, she's like, "We are going here to Westport." And there will only be the briefest of side glances to Varys to make sure that she said that right. <laughs> Varys will, uh, will, he will nod his head, like, very abruptly. Yep. Um, you're gonna hear this female lionfolk grunt. Um, <clears throat> and, and, uh, so, okay. This elderly man's gonna speak up again. I apologize, Captain. Uh, my name's Yali. Uh, this here's Zalu. Hello. I'm Elorath. <laughs> uh, and he's going to hold his hand out to shake. Oh, she'll definitely shake it. Yeah. Zalu is not. Uh, she's oh. going to have her arms crossed the entire time. Oh. Well, Damn it. Playing hard to get. I get it. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Yarly is going to place a hand, because uh, he's, he's like 5'3", somewhere in there, kind of older, hunched over a little bit. My compatriot here is uh, concerned about stopping in Westport. Uh, maybe you could talk it over and uh, ease her concerns. Uh, she'll probably, like, kind of glance around. Um, and she'll just be like, okay, um, why are, what concerns? And she'll try and be, like, straight. Just like, mm-hmm. Like, sit up with authority. Sure. Mm. Sorry, I was answering questions. No, I know, I saw them. That's what I was like, <laughs> sorry. That seems I didn't excessive. Things. I'm just wondering. No, no, no. Uh, while you're talking this over, perhaps I could speak to the ship's bosun. She's gonna grab the edge of the table and, like, pull herself up. And I see that you're separating me from my furry love. And <laughs> we're gonna persevere. We're like Romeo and Juliet, and I'm coming back. You're stuck but... in a ship. Don't worry about it. You're gonna. You'll have plenty of opportunity. <laughs> I'm like thirty percent joking. Anyway, um, and she'll she'll nod and uh, take out her fucking little notepad and follow him. Yeah, so he's going to lead you below deck um, to look at the armory because there's a problem with Old Blasty, uh, which is the name of his, the cannon that you guys have, the one lone cannon. Uh, and yeah, he'll he'll take. So anyway, uh, Zalu is concerned, and she's going to she's going to wait till till Yarly's gone. Are you aware of how dangerous stopping in Westport is? Um, we th we uh, thought that it was neutral territory, like people weren't allowed to fight or whatever. There. In the most technical terms, yes. If we're just stopping and resupplying, it should be fine, but I would not explore. Oh, yeah, no, we were just thinking of resupplying and getting back on the, the 
our way because like we want to get to Kodai as I'm sure you are aware and so we figured we could get there and and she'll kind of like unless somebody stops her like tell the plan which for right now is to kind of get the feel of either north or south and then determine their route from there so she explains mm-hmm. that to Zalu. Yeah, Zalu. Sorry, I almost said Yalu, and I was like, nope, I'm just combining the two. <laughs> That's their ship name. Ha, because you're on a ship. Uh... Um, Zalu's going to pause for just a moment. Pause. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> sorry. There is one more thing. There is a woman on the ship who is quite fond of monsters, hunting them specifically. She's... And she's going to lean in. I am not one to rat out a fellow crew member, but she's new, and she's looking for something exceptionally large. She wants to bring it to the ship to study it. How large? Very large. Okay. Um. Who is she? <laughs> um. She. So, so, okay. She's looking at the rest of the career because she doesn't want to get a rep. As someone who's who's a rat, basically. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want, like, the first day on the ship, she doesn't want to go, Captain, I'm telling! Like, she doesn't want that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you can tell that she's very deeply concerned. And, and it, okay. I don't want to be racist. Here. Lion folk have a tendency to be s- leaning slightly more superstitious than other races. And can exaggerate things in their head okay. a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, that's a door. Um, let's jump down deck for just just a moment. Uh, and Yarley is going to give you a tour of the armory. And you're going to see uh you're going to see some ammunition here for the ballista and you're going to and and the ballista seems to be in decent working order. You guys have a cannon and it seems to be out of commission along with two other cannons that are just scrapped. Um and Yarly is going to tap on uh this cannon. Uh this here's old blasty. You notice anything? Do I notice anything? Give me, uh, give me, no, I must said insight. Really, read the emotions of the <laughs> Now, give me How's a... How's it feeling? Is it sad? Is it sad? Uh, give me a perception. Can I have advantage because I read my bulk book? You know what? Yes. yes. Good, because I have a negative one to perception. Hey, <laughs> Those were actually both good rolls, but... They, yeah, you dropped an 18, you took a 19, so... Uh, so you're going to notice that this, this cannon has seen better days. Uh, it's kind of 
beat to hell. It's going to need some restoration in order to be used. Actually, if you were to judge it now, it could cause a misfire and explode. Ooh. Yeah, so that's no good. This this is going to take some 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 doing, some restoration. Okay. Um, Clara is going to nod. Oh, great. That looks dangerous. Um, and then she'll move over and start, like, really inspecting it to see what exactly about it needs fixing. Like, not just a general, like, okay, this is definitely going to cause a misfire or something like that, but, like, what needs to be fixed on old Blasty to make it blast over there instead of over here. Instead of just... <laughs> like, just, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Clearly, Clara has her work cut out for her on this mm-hmm. ship. Uh, let's, let's cut back to things. So, let's say that... Let's say that Zalu gave you a description of the, of the woman you're looking for. And then, like, maybe gave you, it's like, hey, wait, give me, like, ten minutes to get away from here before it just looks like she's getting called to the principal's office because of me. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of a, and it would be a a nice request, like, not her telling you, because you're the captain. No one tells you anything. Oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) She's so authoritative. (laughs) Now, you asked the captain have a couple of different options here. Mm-hmm. You could hand this off to your first mate to deal with. Ooh. You could... <laughs> I mean... That's like, me. That's yes. you, yeah. Um, you could... There's a bunch That'll of different things well. you could do. Um, <laughs> Might go great. I actually I think it you. would go well. I feel like she would trust you to be, like, subtle. Oh, shit. <laughs> but what are the other options? Good choice. Well, the other option is you talk to this person, uh, okay. or or not talk to them at all, and just kind of keep an eye on the situation. Mm. Um. Once Zalu leaves, Elref will probably like drop whatever per- you know. Sure, she'll stop puffing out her chest a little bit because she knows you guys know her, and she's like, "Okay, so." Um, if I'm thinking right and we all have to be here, we might not want to go right at this lady. And she's going to probably be looking at like Merrick and Varys like, yeah. (laughs) Not go at this lady? (laughs) You know, like, like, (laughs) like, wait a minute, right? Well, like, yes, thank you. Like, we don't want to go, like, at her and be like, why are you hunting monsters on my ship? Here's what I think. I think until there's a monster to deal with, there's no big problem. And until that, in the meantime, Mm -hmm. we can just sort of suss it out. There's There's nothing happening at the moment. It doesn't mean it's not important. It just means let's take it as it comes. Okay. Right? Thank you. That's what I was trying to we're say. We're just getting going. Yeah, we're I mean, we're just we've just started our trip. You know, hopefully there's no large monster underneath the ship that would cause any problems of any sort. Anyway, well, let's just see what happens. 
And if we play our cards right, we could always say that Kodai probably has some pretty ancient old monsters. We could maybe bring her along instead of setting her loose on Tolor when we have to get going. Honestly, it sounds like a great idea for the way back. Okay. Do... Is there a way we can try and figure out what kind of monster she might be looking for? Just based on, like, inference from the conversation with Zali? Okay, so you know you're looking for something big. Yeah. And you know that it's probably something of note, like something. So do me a favor. Okay. Uh, Let me see. Alarath, like, okay, if you're all talking about this, everyone but Clara... Give me, give me a wisdom check. Solid. Oh my Ooh, goodness! Nice. I am the captain uh, of the ship. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Everyone's doing so well today. Jason, you just shut up, Jason. Yeah. What I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think after Zalu leaves, I think everyone would kind of look at each other and realize what uh, this woman might be trying to bring to the ship. There's a creature and it's been known to frequent the waters between Alara and Talor called the Romeo. Now, the Romeo is a mass of tentacles hundreds of feet long. And what it does is it has these huge mandibles that capture ships. And then it has uh, these giant spider-like teeth that rip portions of it apart until it can devour it whole. Um, There are very few crews that claim to have seen it and lived. Oh. Cool. It's like a Loch Ness monster sighting. It is... It's the boogeyman of the sea, basically. Uh, Okay, so Merrick's just gonna... Merrick's gonna... point that all all that out right like okay so this is what we're thinking about and looking at i mean number one it might not even exist number two if this person's actually kind of after it to try to find out and do some research on it they might actually know something about it and about how maybe to defeat it or at least circumvent it so I don't know that we've got a problem here. I think we may have probably the one person who, if we did get into trouble, might know something about this. I can kind of snoop around and see if I can dig out anything. Meaning, I can just kind of like poke around and talk to the monster lover. Did we get a name? Uh, It didn't seem as though... Oh, we just got a description of the woman. Yeah, it didn't seem like she really knew her. Like, it, okay. she said, like, oh, she's new. I mean, it wasn't, like, you know, a really nice lady with an eye patch that... Nah. Oh, okay. Damn nah, it. Nah, nothing like that. That would have been too great. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, so if, if Merrick kind of proposes that, um, I think Elrath would probably nod, because I don't know if she really hmm, like trusts herself to move forward with that, so she was hoping that one of you guys would. Because <laughs> her yeah, approach, just... as I'm sure you're aware, is very much punch it in the face until it does what I want. I think that's right. Right. And I think Merrick is trying is offering. It's like, you know what? It's it's not as though there's a monster outside. It's just that there's somebody here who's interested in monsters. Let me do some poking around. Let me see what I can find. I mean, if he's going to be cooking and sort of serving people and he'll probably end up getting to know people a little bit Mm -hmm. and just be able to ask around over the next day or two and, you know, snuff out some info. That's what me, Lisa, was thinking. So I was like, oh, man, he could be kind of like the bartender in this situation where it's like he just overhears a lot of stuff. But Eldrath would not know that or how to put that into words. (laughs) So um, does that sound good with you guys? And she's going to point at like Iris and Avalon and Varys, just like, yeah. Sounds fine, Ma. I'll see what I can dig up, too. People like to talk to their doctor, right? Oh, mm, good point. Say you're so smart. <laughs> also, can you make like a tea or something to help Clara's tummy? Already on it. Okay, thank uh, you guys. She doesn't seem yeah. to be doing so good. <laughs> Merrick's gonna. Uh, he's gonna like. Awkwardly at first, but then kind of compose himself, and he's going to salute, and then, oh. and then he's going to uh, kind of kind of smile, but he's going to mean it. He's, it's going to be genuine, and then he's going to point to the door with his thumb, like, "Can, can I go?" Like, <laughs> she will like she'll scowl at you and just like get. It, she it, will. He'll, he'll salute again and again, and then sort of get. <laughs> That was in character. Please. Uh, Avalyn will say, I'm not sure of what my duty as first mate is, but I will serve you wholeheartedly. He kind of blinks at you. (laughs) And he does a salute too. Oh, God. Is this like a thing now? And she'll like do it. I get she's like, fine. Um. I think that you and I apparently, uh, so I think like you're supposed to be like helping me and helping the crew and whatnot. Like if they can't talk to me and she'll kind of like look at Varys like this is what I'm remembering from watching <laughs> the ships. Oh, Varys is zoned out. He's went back to the maps. Okay, cool. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she was, she'll probably just be like, could Maybe, like, I guess just go, like, see if the crew needs any help? I will do that. Okay. Because, like, I don't want to, I don't want them to think we're, like, just sitting here twiddling, like, our our thumbs or just, like, you know, doing nothing. Because, like, I don't like that. And they probably wouldn't like that. And I don't know. If... If you want to. I want to do anything you tell me to do. 
Okay. Eyes wide, staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. After you say yeah, he just leaves instantly. Okay. Ready to do your bidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, let's have a series of checks. Let's see how your first full day at sea is going to be. Uh, Clara, what's the first thing? I mean, beyond that table in, in LRF's captain's quarters, what's the <laughs> first thing that you think Clara would want to tend to? Here, you got a big old list. Okay, I feel like the first thing would probably be old Blasty, just because one of the crew asked her to fix it. Okay. And she wants everyone to know that she's doing her best to listen to everybody. Okay. But then right after that would be the kitchen cabinet doors for Merrick because she doesn't want him to turn into a werewolf and kill everybody. Okay. Oh, one smart. thing at a time. Yeah. One yeah, one thing at a time. Um can I get you to roll with your 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 tools, please? Okay. Um advantage? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh nine. Um, I think it's just one of those things where you're going to work on it for a few hours. And you're going to look up and realize, oh man, it's like the dead of night. And I got a ways to go here. <laughs> like, th it, this is going to be a time-consuming thing. But it, it does, I think you've gotten to the point now where it's probably not going to explode <laughs> if someone uses it. So that's cool. Uh, let's... Let's jump back to Merrick here. Merrick is going to cook a meal. Let's say Merrick's going to cook dinner for everybody. Yes. Could I get you to use your cook's utensils, please? Cook's utensils? They're in your skills. They are in my skills. Um, may I... Um, uh, okay, fine. I'm not going to keep asking for advantage or for proficiency, et cetera, well, et cetera. Well, here's what but I'm going to do. I did gonna... own a restaurant. You did, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. So you're at sea, which is a different experience. Uh, it's a cramped space, and you got these cabinets just banging and slamming. Now, you can either take disadvantage on mm, this yeah. roll and potentially start to upset the crew a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or you could just eat all that in stress. Okay, lay this out for me again. So. Sure. So essentially, you're prepping a meal for everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's basically a banquet because you're feeding 21 people. Yeah. I already know uh, what I'm making, too, by the way. Oh, great. Um, I want to see. Let's do this. I want to see you make it well. Now, you can either roll with a disadvantage because you're at sea and you're bobbing around and it's a tight space and all these cabinets are slamming, or you can uh, treat it as if Merrick, it's like, okay, I've been in high-pressure situations before in the restaurant industry. Yeah, yeah. I can deal with up. this. And you're just going to eat a whole bunch of stress points instead. Got it. Uh, I'm going to eat stress points because this is going to be the big first impression and Merrick's going to absolutely know. Definitely having owned a restaurant, um, there's, 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 uh, this is make or break. Right, especially mm -hmm. at the very beginning. Once once they've come in and they've enjoyed it one time, they'll come in a few more times. Right. All right. Here we go. That's a nineteen. I saw a three, but okay. What? I, I saw, saw a three too. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. <laughs> but hey, I think. But we'll take the yeah. nineteen. Yeah. It's fine. 
Uh, so, okay. Again? No, no, no. It's fine. I think that's just the animation. And then this is like the actual number generation. So you have a kitchen's assistant, if it makes you feel any better. It does. Okay. I get somebody to boss around. That can take some stress away. Uh, well, yes and no. You have... <laughs> I try. I try. Here's the thing. You have a male Aladrin named Reed Willingsley. Reed very stuck up, very up his own ass, very uh, kind of snide. Oh, we so, rolled well on the, on the oh, people that we're working with. Here's the thing. He's an excellent chef, or sous chef in this case. <laughs> knows his shit. Just, you know, bit of a dick. No one's gonna play against type in the Aladrin, are they? Um, There was that cleric lady. She was cool. Yeah, shit. Faces was cool. Faces was nice. Um... Reed is the a end pers- of the list. Yeah, well, Reed is a person who... You, you get the strong impression that it's like, look, I've worked to become this good. Don't question me. Like, that type of thing. Um, this cabinet shit is going to get on Reed's nerves, by the way. Like, it's gonna... It, it, like, he's going to pull Merrick aside, probably. It's like, I'm not used to working in these conditions. Right. Well, these are your conditions, um, and I need you to get me that, and I need you to get me that, and I need you to do that for me now. He's just going to go straight back into God being a chef. Damn, Merrick. Mm, boy. <laughs> here's what I. Here's what I, I feel need you to a lot do. less bad about the cabinets now. I'm kind of glad they were still like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on to that thought. <laughs> so, nineteen is fantastic. Uh, you're going to whip up a great meal, but. Obviously, this comes at a cost. I need you to do me a favor and roll a d4. Now, this is not for your stress. So just let's let's get ready. Just a d4 for me. One. One. Damn. Okay. Well, roll one d4 and wow. uh, we'll... Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, Jason. Two. Two points of stress damage to Merrick. Did Dink vote <laughs> against us? And your friend Jasper? I love Jasper. I just want to make things interesting for him. I like, I like interesting. I'm trying, but Bree's fighting me. I don't know. Yeah. So, you're going to whip up this this beautiful meal, and uh, everyone's going to be really happy with it. So, <clears throat> I would say it's probably, uh, probably a thing where it's nighttime, things have calmed down a bit... Uh, you have people on lookout and stuff like that, but it's not as hustly and bustly as it usually is. And you probably have a chance to eat with everybody. Um, and I'd like to establish some sort of routine. This is up to Ellerath. Is Ellerath the type of captain who wants everyone to eat together and, uh, or, or at the very least for the first night, just kind of get to know everyone? Or, um,. Unless somebody tells her different, she's just going to assume that everybody's going to eat together. So, yeah. Okay. She doesn't see why people wouldn't, because, like, why not? (laughs) So, dinner bell's going to ring, and people are going to finish up what they're doing, and... Or most people are going to finish up what they're doing. Um, There's a couple of people who are kind of hanging out. There's a lookout uh, named Augie. Now, Augie is a uh, is a is a is a sh- on the shorter side of halfling, um, but Augie's in the crow's nest, and he's got these real thick Coke bottle glasses. 
Um, and every once in a while, he'll he'll kind of like peer out with a with his looking glass and and kind of check around. And Augie is real big on due diligence. So every five minutes, Augie will just shout down to everybody. I don't see anything. <laughs> I Still don't him. see anything. Like to every five minutes. Um, and and the crew for the most part seems to have gotten used to it. So it's you know yeah. they're they're just like this guy. Fine. He's a good man no. doing his job. Yeah, yeah, he's just very. <laughs> um, and you're gonna notice this woman in um in purple garb, uh, big billowy uh like robes and stuff like that. Um, hanging out in the front of the ship. And it looks like she's tossing something into the water. Oh, no. She's not chumming the water. Get fucked. <laughs> Sorry. Bum, bum, bum. So, let, let me make sure I get the, the scene straight. So, basically, the dinner bell's rung. Everybody's getting food, except for these couple of other people who are kind of hanging out, correct? Yes. Um, is is it is at this point is Clara uh, this is a question for Clara is it, are you doing dinner or are you still working on the cannon um, knowing that dinner was probably not a great thing for your tummy is my question uh, my understanding is I worked through the night so I'm I'm busy well I, I mean you could eat dinner <laughs> well like I picture I... I picture you coming out from like the armory and like you're coated in grease and stuff like that, you're just like just filthy, and it's it's that it's like I'm working hard. Look, ah, uh, yep, and sick, so like looks terrible. It's miserable. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Clara, your choice. But uh, what I was, what I would like to be able to do is bring Clara something other than the dinner that was made that's a little bit easier to deal with, like just some plain bread. And like half a banana, just <laughs> e- easy stuff that's on your on for seasick uh, stuff. Merrick would try to go find Clara at least, and if Clara's on her on on her way out, then that's great. Yeah, she'd probably like come for dinner then. Um, okay. Also, you can totally tell you have children. <laughs> <laughs> it's good dad exactly stuff right there. What you give yeah, your kids is, when they're yeah, it's like yeah, like, this is this is probably going to come back up. <laughs> just trying to make that easy on you, you know. Um, but then, but two other things: Merrick is going to make sure that he prepares in whatever way he can do it that doesn't feel like it's slop. Oh, I didn't tell you what he's making. He's making a um, slop. Uh, no, no. What? It's, he's making <laughs> slop. <laughs> so there's um, a big trough that everyone sidles up. <laughs> right. Everybody's just on your knees. Just no hands. Just go. Um. This is going to be very simple and very easy to make for a large group of people, but also a delight. Um, this is going to be a parsley uh, and a shrimp and garlic risotto. Um, it's it's simple. It's super, super simple. Very easy to do. White wine. Um, it, it's only going to take like maybe 20, 25 minutes for the whole thing to come together. And everybody is going to absolutely want more. Um, that's all there, and just some bread on the side. The other thing about this is that it is really good, especially since not everybody's been sailing for days. This is like the first go around for some like big meal. It is going to be pretty good on your stomach. Like it's not going to be too bad. The what Merrick wants to be able to do though is make sure that Augie 
um, he find, I don't know if there's a rope or if there's like a little pulley or something like that to be able. I, there probably is something to be able to get tools. There's or almost whatever. like a dumb waiter type of thing. Like yeah, a, yeah. He, he's just going to make sure he's he's not even going to say anything like, "Hey, look at me." He's just going to like make it happen so that food kind of appears for Augie. Like, what what's this? You know, and it's going to be like a steaming bowl of delicious risotto and and like a little flask of something. So like very muffled in the distance above you. You're going to hear like a Oh! Thank you! (laughs) Merrick's going to just give him a big thumbs up. And I'm assuming that Merrick noticed or I'd like for Merrick to have noticed the the purple robes person up at the front. I would say yeah, like kind of billowy in the wind and stuff like that. Kind of in that uh, I'm king of the world spot. Yes! Um, so he's going to on his way past uh, where the crow's nest would be he's just going to sort of make his way up while everybody's eating he's going to he's going to say he's not even going to say anything he's going to get a maybe I don't know six seven feet behind it and just cough (laughs) (laughs) she is going to drop something And you're gonna, so, okay, I would say right now, things are very calm, you're probably, you're probably not at, like, full sail or anything like that, so it's very, um, you're, you're, you're almost dead calm in the water, you're, 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 you're moving, but it's slow, and you're gonna hear a kplunk, like, far below, um, and she's going to pant, like, just, like, jump, and, and turn around and and look at Merrick like she's trying to regain composure very quickly. Like, oh, hello. Like that. That like, oh, you, you know, you remember um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when the cop catches him tagging something and he's like, oh, it's deodorant. Like it's that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Merrick's just gonna say, I really hope that wasn't the risotto. Uh, no, um, uh, hi! She's gonna hold her hand out to, to Merrick. Merrick will reach out and he'll just say, I'm, I'm Merrick. Uh, I'm Thorin Opal Dawnstar! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I knew it, me! Yes! Immediately. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. Fuck that whole clan. <laughs> a pox on their house. It's beautiful. We're gonna have to be on a boat with that voice. Yeah. For at true. least oh, I'm not okay with that. Throw her over the board. I'm Kill her. So okay with I love it. <laughs> no, throw her over. We're done. <laughs> Merrick is Merrick's uh his left eye is going to wince just like if, if a horn blares near you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, ow. Uh, and he's going to say, it is a pleasure to meet you. Um, listen, dinner is served. I, I'm just wondering what you're up to up here at the bow. Oh, uh, well, 
The conditions are just right. It's so still and calm out. God, she's almost like Gilbert Gottfried. Um, yes. So she's... <laughs> Have her say Affleck. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I, I was... Well, can you keep a secret? She's screaming it anyway. <laughs> I picture, like, in the night. Like, okay, this beautiful night. Like, anybody, even below deck, you could probably hear, like, you could probably hear a faint, like, it's like, who's screaming? Like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a voice that carries. It cuts through, like, oh, it's just, oh. It just cuts through the air. It's yeah. like that mom character from, uh, from Big Bang Theory. She's always in the other room. You never actually see yeah, her. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, Merrick's going to... He's going to say, um, very earnestly, I will do my very best. I'm on the hunt for a legendary creature. If I could find it and study it, I, I could really make a name for the Dawnstar clan. Wow, that's... That's amazing. Um, how did you, how did you find out about this creature, and how do you know it's the right time and conditions? I mean, you sound like an expert. Oh, I wish. I've just done a lot of reading on the subject. I, mm. I won't lie to you. The Dawnstar clans hit a little bit of a rough patch recently. It, I lost my brother somewhere, and <laughs> hopefully I'll run into him again someday, but I thought I could maybe bring some honor to the family name again. And, you know, I have to say that hasn't gone over so well with the crew yet. Um, there's a very large lion folk lady who keeps side-eyeing me, but I, I swear, uh, this... It is a very misunderstood creature. I, I, I'm sure it wouldn't do us any harm. I'm sure you're right. Um, it, it, it it sounds like an amazing way to be able to bring honor to your family and to, I don't know, to really just make something of yourself. And it, it's amazing. Um, is there anything I can do to help? I, tell you what, why don't you come have some dinner with everybody first and, and then we can chat about it again later. He's trying to get her away from the bow. Right. Uh, if you're worried about me neglecting my duties, I, I, I of course, am just going to do this in my off time. What What are your duties as part of the crew? There's going to be the blankest stare in this woman's eyes. Huh. I'm not entirely sure. I, uh, I heard that you were looking for people. Mostly I've been lifting things. Well, I mean, lifting is incredibly important on boats, uh, ships, whatever you call these things. So, well, good. Uh, you know, I'm one of the people who have made this whole endeavor happen, and so we're grateful for you to be on board. Let's get you some dinner. And well, he's going to... You. He's He's going to do his arm out, like, take my arm... You know, like, oh, like okay, the, little, yeah. the little hook. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she'll 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 take it and let you escort her to to dinner. I really appreciate that. If you could, you know, 
keep this under your hat for now. I, I'm sure. I, it's one of those things that when I can show this off, everyone's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show, everyone's gonna see. It's just a big, cuddly fish at the end of the day. Ah, I'm excited to find out more. He's, he's being very earnest. He's, be, he's being genuine, honestly, but he's also got another agenda of getting her away and also just biding time so he can figure out how the hell to manage this. This isn't right. as easy as throwing somebody overboard, and it's not as easy as <laughs> starting to fight. It's well, clearly more like, you aren't reading the chat because that's what they're I'm suggesting. Not, I, I'm not reading it at all. The I Yeah. Right now, this is reconnaissance and removal of danger. Um, before you guys get to the table, she's going to ask, do you have anything pungent, really smelly? I think it's attracted to something smelly. Ooh, Merrick's going to say, you know, I've just gotten used to the galley. I kind of feel like there might be some things in here. Why don't we talk tomorrow? Oh, that would be very helpful. Thank you so much. Uh, Merrick, right? right? Merrick, yeah, that's it. That's a pleasure. And, and your name again? It's Thorin. Thorin Opal Dawnstar of oh, the Dawnstar Thorine. clan. Of course, Thorin. It is a pleasure. And, and Merrick is going to find an empty seat between a couple of other people. And he's going to uh, and he's going to make it be like, oh, this, I, this one's for you. Uh, and she'll... <laughs> um yeah she's gonna take a seat and kind of you know scooch in and you're gonna notice um the two members of the crew that she sits next to are instantly gonna like scooch away from her just a tiny bit just almost imperceptible but it's it's like oh um Mary's gonna go about his business and and keep serving people and and making sure everybody's taken care of um there will be very, very, very uh, light tea uh, served um, as after the risotto has begun. Oh, boy. Okay. How's about this? A couple more things, and we're going to wrap things up. You guys have had a lovely meal. You have mostly <laughs> had a pretty good first day. You're getting to know everybody. Um, I need, I need our navigator. I need our navigator to give me a survival check. On it, boss. Got this. Beautiful. 15. 15. Beautiful. Ah. Beautiful. So, you guys, you guys are on your way to Westport. You are, you're, you're getting to know the crew. Everything seems to be pretty calm and peaceful. Now, I need one of you to give me a flat D20 to see how the seas are going to treat you. Now, who hasn't rolled here today? I feel like Mandy hasn't rolled anything today. Uh, I've rolled a wisdom roll and stuff. Mm, I, 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 I feel like it's Mandy. Just, okay. just remember, almost everyone in this call will see you in a couple days. Oh, great. great. Very true. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Very D20, true. huh? Flat just D20. a flat D20. Boom. Hey, 12. Not bad, not bad. I'll take that. Okay. 
Do me a favor, give me another D20. Me again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, not as good, seven. Okay. Give me one more D20. Jason, you suck. No, I don't. <laughs> one more D20. Oh, mother, it's going down. It's a three, guys. No, no, no. That last one, you wanted a low roll. You're good. Oh, okay. While you guys are eating... <clears throat> oh, boy. While you guys are eating, you're gonna... You're gonna smell something. You're gonna smell smoke. And it's coming from the kitchen area. Um, and I would say it's one of those things where you're... Everyone's eating and having a good time, and it's like... Oh no, like it just instantly run to the kitchen. Um, and the good news is that this is a very small fire. Uh, we're talking like a grease fire situation. Um, <laughs> now I'm guessing, I'm guessing this is under Merrick's jurisdiction. Yeah, I mean, he would be. This has probably happened daily at his restaurant, right? In some way, shape, or form. So yeah, right. He, he's used to being like, ah, and then just running to take care of it. That doesn't mean he's got advantage. I don't mean that. I'm not trying to argue for that. Simply that it would be almost like muscle memory of trying to know what to do here. Right. So, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have you roll to put this out. The higher your roll, the more quickly and efficiently you're going to put this fire out. And the more quickly and efficiently you put this fire out, the less damage is done to the ship, obviously. Does that sound fair? That sounds fair. What would I be rolling? Would it be acrobatics? Athletics? Acrobat? You are going to dance and jump around this I fire. Think, I think this is athletics. I think he's going to be running from one side of the room <laughs> to another to try to make sure that this is taken care of. I would say, there's a cat screaming outside of my door. That's what I would say right now. Um, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say give me a con. Just a flat con. Because this is like you running in and just like, oh shit, like you, you, you're trying to put this fire out but not burn yourself. And like, you know, this is you quickly diving into the situation. And maybe, it, you know, you, you burn your fingertips a little bit, but nothing too bad. But let's do it. So straight up. Just a straight, straight up con. That's All it. Right. All right. You got it. 18. 18. Beautiful. Nice. Um, You're going to get to this fire so quickly that it's almost completely contained. It's, it's, it, you did a great, you did a great job. Uh, nothing is going to be really damaged. Uh, this is just scrubbing things away and cleaning it. Like, uh, you're going to notice that there might be a little smoke damage here and there, but nothing bad. You're, you're fine. You did a great job. That could have been very bad. It could have been the, this could have been the end of arc three. If it got crazy out of control. <laughs> yeah. But hey, like, we're floating on water. How bad could it get? <laughs> oh right, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Ships don't burn. Yeah, never. There's an also, ocean. 
Uh, we learned back in Arc 2 that we could just boil salt water and drink it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, exactly. Lisa said it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) That sigh. Yeah. Now Lisa's gonna hit me when I go. Lisa, that's how everyone who knows about boats has felt this entire episode. (laughs) Yes. There's a small serving of that for you from your boatress. There is. like, oh. There's like one woman out there listening to this that keeps saying boats! And it, it's <laughs> killing her inside. Boats, boats, boats. Boats, boats, boats. <laughs> I got that reference. Um, What's the reference? It's it's How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Oh, boats, I boats, never boats. watched that show. Oh, you should. It's pretty good until the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, that's a really bad pitch. It's like, yeah, it's really unsatisfying. It's like, well, it's... I think I'm good. It's fine. I'm not going to watch Ted... that or Lost. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't compare it to Or The Lost. Sopranos. Never Ted gonna... isn't the good guy by the end of it. He's just not. And no. it's tough to defend him. Mm. Um, actually, he comes off kind of rapey in some situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho. Augie. <gasps> Augie! I love him. Augie's going to shout down. We got a ship coming up on us! And in the far distance, you're going to see a very large sailing ship. And we're talking, this thing's miles behind you. Could I get a perception check from you guys? And I'm imagining you're using spy glasses. Oof. Nope. Oof. I need Augie's glasses. 22. Clara's trying 15. to look, but like while vomiting. So. Uh-huh. Dead center 10. I think uh-huh. there's good reasons for yours. <laughs> Iris and Merrick are going to recognize the ship far behind you as the Splendid Superior. Uh uh-uh. oh. This is. Oh, no. The ship belonging to the Royals. Uh, and Damn it would it. appear as though they have the same idea as you. And I think that's a good time for us to stop. For the mm. I don't even know what we're going mm. we to do about that. Let's end it. I got old Blasty working. Yeah, let's just turn <laughs> it around. Turn our boat around. Look, we're already murderers. Just, come on. Hey. Not all of you. Hey, hey. Loose term. How about we Nothing hold the labels? together like a secret. Come on. <laughs> How about we hold the labels until uh, court of law? That's you know what? be convicted wait, wait. first. Let's shoot Allegedly. that Dawnstar bitch at them. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Let's go. Watch her be I... super useful. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call up her pet, um, Romeo, and have it like stick it on that ship. Do you guys want to see a sketch? Yes. yes. Jasper and I have seen this thing. This is not fun. 